The New York-based Russian-American band Mad Meg, which has played with soul-scarred, void-struck malcontents ranging from Amir Kustarika to Rasputina, describes their sound as punk chanson noir, chanson referring to rhythmic, polyphonic French songs with a lyrical focus. Their live shows in the city are like shotgun weddings for demons from hell, half formal affair, half screaming and stomping to stay awake long enough so that the concussion isn't fatal and the fever breaks. In 2018, during their last Eastern European tour, Mad Meg recorded an entire album at Panvesi's Correction House, the only women's prison in Lithuania. Until recently, Panavasia's Correction House for Women has mostly been famous for its Miss Captivity beauty pageant. The live album recorded at the prison was released right before the pandemic, and the video for the single Functioning Adult was created and released while the band was in quarantine. So 2018, November, y'all are on tour? When, when did you decide to, to, to do this thing, to record an album in a Lithuanian women's prison? It was the first show of that tour. Oh, well, what, what was it? I didn't realize it was the well, first show. Well, you picked show me up at the airport. We showed up right at the show. Like, directly from, I flew in and directly from the airport to the show, no? Yeah, that, that guy that, guy that, that uh, was forcing you to smoke weed, uh, I think, on, on the way. He didn't force me. Well, I mean... <laughs> to uh, prove you're not a cop or I, something? I, I mean... Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't. No, I, I remember for some reason I remember like somebody. I think Jay Jay was the promoter who brought us. <clears throat> he didn't bring us to Lithuania, but like he made the shows for us there and and accommodated us. Uh, I remember him asking if it's okay if we let Dan smoke weed. Right. I think I, I, I gave permission on that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember why. <laughs> Well, uncharacteristically conscientious of Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I take it I take it weed is probably illegal in Lithuania still. Yeah. Now okay, I feel well. now I feel like everything we do, Igor signs some sort of a release <laughs> without without us knowing. That's what it means to be big in the East. Uh well, yeah, the, it was um like a hired well, like a chartered taxi driver, I guess, and the ride from the airport to the jail was about two hours or so. And, you know, just through the countryside. And when we got halfway there, he pulled over into a rest stop and he had like a sawed off, like half of a uh, 20 ounce Coke bottle or something yeah. with some like dirty tinfoil stuck in there or something. And it was all very hugger mugger. And we all like, all of us like lay down in the car <laughs> below the levels of the window and hot bucks this like taxi wait a second so back up so how did you guys get this gig like i think i think we have to tell the story of our brother jay i don't even know what his actual real first name is he just tells everybody that his name is jay and he uh Gilvinus. Gilvinus. We can introduce you if you want. <laughs> he's, you know, he's, uh, he's uh, on Facebook. and I'm sure he's actually, since uh, this quarantine thing, he's got a lot more free time. So, yeah. <laughs> so this guy, Jay, is, he books the lift. That's his, like, primary venue is the Lithuanian women's uh, prison. He's a big promoter in Vilnius. He's, okay. uh, he's one of the big promoters. Everybody knows him. And he knows everyone. So, 
So probably a little backstory on Jay or Zilvanov. Uh, he he lived for Ch in Chicago for like ten years. He washed dishes or something like that, and he picked up a lot of uh, how should we say this urban lingo. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, uh, so-called urban lingo, or, or things like from uh, hip hop in the '90s. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't think I had ever heard someone unironically use the phrase "boom shakalaka" until I had met Jay. <laughs> he's larger than life. He's like you know, he's he yeah. a lot of charisma. That guy, it's amazing. Yeah. What was that story you told us about the about being offered to suck dick or something on the bench or something like that? And then he, <laughs> and he told it this to us during a commercial break, during an interview on the air on the radio. Like, <laughs> I guess to us he's a bit cartoonish, but. He's also in in that same sense very sincere in in what yeah. he believes and and says and you know. And, I mean, he's uh, he's booked us great shows at great venues. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. the one that does all of our booking in Lithuania. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we played theaters with several hundred seats. You know, we played cool like hip jazz clubs and countess and stuff. He's legit. But yeah. He is a fucking character man yeah. <laughs> sure. and he really cares he's legit and he really cares yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely how, how did you meet how did you get connected with jay originally well it's through our uh <clears throat> through our manager in st petersburg who in the summer she ended up managing like being the stage manager of one of the jazz festivals in st petersburg and she gave me like a huge list of contacts from there and she contacted uh, you know there's a lot of european bookers and and uh, things like that and um now this was way because we went to lithuania several times this was way before uh the actual that prison show yeah, yeah. and uh, this was when it, me and her we were planning this big tour where we did like 27 cities or 27 cities or something in, in russia and um this was in 2017. back then i got in touch with jay and i kept calling and calling him and calling him and calling him until he said "Fuck it i'll i'll give you i'll get you guys a show and that's that's where we we kind of started our relationship there that we we played uh we played a big club in kaunas and then vilnius um and th there was a billboard of us i think in countess or something and we didn't see it but there was like a billboard uh... we, we we saw a billboard for a throat a mongolian throat singing band okay. and uh he said that you got one just like this so that's the closest <laughs> we got to like seeing our billboard yeah, yeah but jay gets jay gets like all the really nice clubs because he's literally one of the two or three promoters and he also yeah. Everyone to come out. Like, I think, I think he sells me like members, like season tickets or something. So, yeah. yeah. So, 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 fast forwarding, you know, skipping all that till 2018, when we ended up uh, planning our tour again for Eastern Europe and Russia, not as big, but um, uh, for the winter of 2018. We contacted Jay, we booked us a couple of shows, and then about a week 
I think it was like a week or several days before we were supposed to fly out. Uh, he pretty much just said, do you guys want to play a prison? And I think I, I, I ended up asking you guys in the chat, do you guys want to play a prison? And everybody said like, fuck yeah. <laughs> when, when we went there... <clears throat> the, Have, uh, haven't you guys ever been to prison? Has anybody who's been arrested? <laughs> uh, I, I, Baltimore, like... Uh, jail yeah. Yeah, yeah like downtown central bookings uh yeah the, the one in lithuania was much nicer than <laughs> where where is the prison is it outside of town or is it i mean it's a, it's a different town it's not yeah. in the middle of nowhere it's like a smaller town which is like an hour and a half away from uh Vilnius. and like that town is notorious for its like crime scene and poverty and that's and that's the only female prison in Lithuania. Oh, okay. So this is it. This is the big, I guess, like federal prison. There, there's yeah. There is not a lot of like female uh, prisoners. There's about like ten thousand people incarcerated in uh, Lithuania altogether, and only like about three hundred of them are women, and oh. they're situated in that prison. All right. So it was, it was pretty small, like the size of, you say like, like that's like smaller than a school, right? Um, yeah. Like, I would think like a small, like, private college. Okay. Like roughly that size, like maybe like four or five buildings or whatever. And like, yeah, seriously, yeah. like the building that we performed in, if you were not told that it was a prison and it wasn't all like older women in pink tracksuits that were... Uh, <laughs> Like, you would just, oh, this is an elementary school. The room that we played in looked like an auditorium for, like, a small elementary school somewhere. <laughs> it really did. It remind me of my kindergarten. I remember, uh, maybe not in the auditorium itself, but in the, in the hall while working, walking up there, I remember seeing, you know, like, drawings, like ones you would see in, in a kindergarten or elementary school, you know, yeah, on the wall. Sure. I think I think some kids live at the prison too. Oh, okay. With like their the, mothers. The right? children of the of the inmates. Yeah. Um so you guys show up uh I got I assume in a van full with equipment or did they have equipment for you there already? No, we had we brought all our own stuff. Uh and was there somebody there to meet you like some sort of prison administration <laughs> or the, oh, yeah, the warden was, uh, was there. The, the warden and um uh, prison guards who all of them looked like they came out of like 1980s porn film because like those Lithuanian women they're very tall skinny uh, and they're all blonde okay. and they wear uniform like form-fitting uniforms that are kind of reminiscent of like Nazi Germany uniform but not quiet, so it's kind of like a stylization. Uh, so there is definitely like a sexual element to the whole. Uh, and they, they're like women in their 40s in very good shape. Uh, that's what I remember. I, I, I remember one. I remember one, Julia especially was into one with a big scar that ran all the way down her. <laughs> <laughs> So these ladies meet you, and I assume they're fairly professional, or you know that they've done this before. I, I should probably mention that Jay. This was like the fifth or the sixth show Jay did in in this prison. Like, he okay, had some, 
So Blue Jay clearly has a relationship with these. It, yes. He does a lot of shows, and some of them he does like as this like social. Uh, he's helping. He's yeah, and then you know we weren't the first ones to play the prison. I don't think they made any recordings before us, though. We we asked uh, you know to have it recorded, you know, for for we didn't really know what we we're gonna do with it. I don't think. Um, well, did we you do the recording, or did they do the recording, or was it? We were we were we wanted to make a video and make audio, and and they they. They got somebody to do the recording. <laughs> the guy by, who brought by, it. By, by they, Igor means Jay and his crew. Okay. Not the, not, not the, not not the, the prison. prison. Gotcha. Right. Uh, so Jay and um, we had our own equipment, but then uh, this uh, guy who runs a, a recording and rehearsal studio down there, uh, Agustinos, uh, he, uh, he brought in all the amplifiers and recording equipment and so on. And somebody was there with a the camera uh doing something but <laughs> it wasn't uh yeah i say doing something because not, nothing really came off of it out of it but the mixes that i was <laughs> did came out surprisingly really good and yeah no they are it's a great recording i mean it sounds really good the camera guy was mostly just like tripping over things on stage and, <laughs> not really, and only for some reason only filming like small snippets of us well, we had to we we had to get releases signed. So for the last two songs before we did them, we said like we want to film this recording. Anybody who doesn't want to be on the recording, you are more than welcome to leave. And anybody who is cool with it, which was know, a cool joke because they were chained to the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second, they were chained that to the chairs. Not, that is not true. That is all okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then I think the camera guy didn't understand what was going on, so he didn't actually shoot any footage of the audience. So it's just us on what appears to be a kindergarten auditorium or like an elementary school auditorium stage. It's not as exciting of a visual story. So okay, so you you set up. Uh, are the prisoners there while you're setting up? Are they well? So we we got in and like basically like through a turnstile and locked up like our phones and stuff inside like little lockers or whatever. Okay. Uh, and then we go out to meet the van because it had to like go through additional security before they would bring it through into the courtyard of the prison. And so then we got to take our equipment to the stage to set up. And so the van gets parts that open we open it up we start to like pull our stuff out and the warden's like no 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 and i just watched a 90 pound woman just like throw a 40 pound base amp on her and, on her back and just start wrecking it you know probably a quarter of a mile to the place where we're recording up like the stairs it was ridiculous uh, but yeah so a imagine a parade of middle-aged women hauling musical equipment three stories up this elementary school were you able were you allowed to tip them or <laughs> well they did make us leave absolutely everything in the office <clears throat> like yeah when you for sure. go inside there's an office and they say mm -hmm. anything and it's like you can't take one pill of ibuprofen with you or anything <laughs> nothing no kidding absolutely nothing yeah or or your passport or anything like that everything gets put like into storage and uh... <laughs> i remember because we had you know ruslan wasn't able to uh 
come for this tour, so we had like a replacement we got from St. Petersburg, Vlad. He's like, I'm a gentleman. He grabbed one of these amps from the women. I tried to do the same with the warden or whoever, one of the officers came up to me and, and uh, did not allow me to do so. <laughs> uh, I think as Ilya mentioned, uh, there were people who, you know, a lot, of, a lot of them killed their husbands and then others, you know, did drugs and others were pulled in for like smoking weed or something, you know. It's, Which it's, is, you got, and to be fair, you guys are high, right? Right in front of them the entire time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did they know At least that? one of us. <laughs> <laughs> So what point, so they, do they come in, they don't come in right away, or are they already there, or when when do they bring the prisoners in? Uh, the the, the stagehands are there, you know, the, the prisoner yeah. stagehands, uh, and I think everyone else was, was uh, brought in later. I don't know if they were told that, you know, to act a certain way or... <laughs> Yeah, applaud to the Americans or something. But uh, how? Yeah, how compulsory did it seem? Was it? Did it, <laughs> did it seem like a reward or a punishment? I guess that's the question. <laughs> Here, here's like my, my take on it. it. It's it's weird playing Lithuania because I got the same feeling playing a jazz club as I did playing a prison. Whereas I I could not understand if they liked us or they didn't like us because during the songs they don't really make any sort of a lot of movement i think uh or facial expressions but then you get the applause after and then in the end you get an encore performance in both like the the jazz clubs which we played and and um and the prison um they enter they enter various states of decomposition during the songs yeah yeah and then they revive as soon as the song is over i see and start feverishly applauding <laughs> no, it's it's a cultural thing that I think we've experienced in a lot of the places that we've played in Europe. Like, it's, and especially when we play like the jazz clubs where everyone's seated, is like they are very respectful of the show that they're seeing. So they're like sitting there quietly and enjoying it, and then they're very appreciative afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I've had that experience playing for basic, just even Russian audiences where it's like terrifying because they're actually listening to every word you say. And like everything you do and it's it's horrible it's horrible it's like a level of intensity i, I really can't stand or it just like bothers me um, so how many people were was it was you saying there's only 300 prisoners in the entire camp like how many people are at this show yeah i think so like one half of them because uh, they work in shifts so like oh, okay. half of them was uh you know at work and whoever was not working was present at the show were they seated? Were there chairs? Was it like standing up? The first uh, few rows of seats were empty. And then <laughs> so there was safety. a row. <laughs> yes. And then there was a row uh, where the security guards were seated. Gotcha. And then a couple of like rows later, that's where the crowds, like, that's where the rest of the people were seated. So were there this, was like a, uh, I mean, quite a distance between us and the act, like, for the record, that wasn't what the prison wanted to do. That's on our writer, because that's the way we got away. <laughs> yeah. you know? They they want to get up on that stage. They want to tear us apart. So we yeah. got to make sure that we're protected. Were uh, the security guards facing you guys, or were they facing the prisoners? No, they they were they were seated like they were seated and they were enjoying the show. And okay, those, okay. those were the blonde, you know, right? So uh, <laughs> ladies that I mentioned. Well, like, they, they are like first line of defense. 
the audience could move around quite freely. I mean, a bunch yeah, of them yeah. got up and were dancing in the aisles and stuff. Okay. It wasn't like, uh, and they definitely outnumbered the guards. I mean, there were only like two guards and a hundred. So if you had wanted to, you could have started a riot and taken that place over pretty easily and gotten all those ladies out of there. And, you know, that would have been it for Lithuania's female prison population. Like, there was a couple who were, like, they were dancing and uh, sometimes making out aggressively. <laughs> and, then, and then back to dancing. So, yeah. Yeah, there was that. Um, yeah and like uh, a lot of them a lot of them spoke russian yeah so it wasn't like we were singing in like unknown languages to people right. of, a, of unknown cultures how did you figure out your set list for the night was it just like regular <laughs> what you've been playing or like i think we just did everything yeah i think we just played our like regular set there was no like strategic planning <laughs> i remember that you know when we ended again there was applause but but then I remember everything quieted, quieted down and like somebody in the third or fourth row, like with her hand out, like uh, in Russian, like asked for one more song or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be pretty started for entertainment, yeah. I would guess. <laughs> it was definitely livelier than the jazz club that <laughs> Igor mentioned. Yeah, that 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 show in the jazz club it was it was freaky because people were like dead silent throughout the whole, every song and then they was you know going to clapping but the like the prisoners the ladies they were a little more alive they, they it felt like a better audience did any of them seem familiar with your music or was this basically no. the first time they no. heard it no no but, but first and probably the last <laughs> but, uh, before we left, some of them asked for di CDs, and yeah. we, we left like 20 discs for their prison library. All right, that's, that's pretty uh, good. I, uh, I sent the, the, you know, the disc that we made of this album, I sent it to them, so they have it in their prison library as well, Jay, Jay delivered. If you can manage to get yourself sent to this women's prison in Lithuania, you can listen to our album for free whenever the guards will let you <laughs> if you search for this prison uh it's probably one of the first things you find uh these days like in, in english like it's, you probably have changed their seo forever if you're married and you're not very happy with your husband to hear this album for free so the image on the cover is that that's like a traditional prison garb, right? That but that's not actually what they were wearing, right? That's not like from no, <laughs> no pretty much. Uh, I looked up uh, uniform uh, prison uniform and like Soviet Russian or whatever Eastern European pr prisons, and that's um, an an outfit that uh, seemed to reoccur from prison to prison. But uh, the actual prisoners didn't have a uniform. They were just wearing sweat uh, sweatpants um, and uh, you know track suits. Yeah, what we're all wearing right now. Little <laughs> 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 wear, <laughs> prison wear for the modern lounger. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> or, lounge wear, or lounge wear for the modern prisoner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did anyone else use the bathroom when we were on that gig and have to like go through the hallway of like be escorted by guards through the hallway of like the screaming lady prisoners or whatever? It's as close as I'll ever get 
to being a Beatle. Like, they weren't excited about being any way, shape, or form. They were just, like, out and about talking. But it kind of felt like that. Like, arms so, off, ladies. He's got to get to where he's going. So, so you had to have an escort to the bathroom? Yeah. There, there was a crowded hallway, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, they had to, like, there was a lot of logistics involved because it's a women's bathroom. So right. they let us in there sort of temporarily like by special dispensation uh have you been back to lithuania since or? i talk to jay all the time especially during this quarantine we're like best buds right now <laughs> we, talk, we talk every like four days or three days and like he tells me stuff uh, about his kid and he, he calls me during uh when he takes his kid out for walks um have you considered have you considered playing other prisons uh, I will uh, play any prison that will have me with any project that is willing to go. I say that right the fuck now. The prison thing is has been like a very good piece to start a conversation with various promoters or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I pitched an idea of to uh, somebody that I was well acquainted with in Moscow. Uh, who was like a TV producer for, of having us like as a show of us like an American band traveling through Russia, Russia's prisons and doing yeah. like, uh, it, you know, but it, it didn't go. I feel go like through. Russia's prisons are much scarier than Lithuania. Well, I pitched it to that producer and I pitched it. Uh, there was a woman that came to our show in Moscow. Uh, I think it was the last time that we were there and she was like a producer and she she was the director of if you remember the band tattoo she shot that mm -hmm. music video of uh, uh the tattoo uh, all the things you said all the things you said yeah. running through my head yeah. running through my head running through my head <laughs> but but she actually she ended up you know she seemed to like us before she saw our show and then after she saw our show she, we offended her belief in god or something <laughs> like <laughs> she, really you know, I, I, I was talking to her constantly and then she came to the show and like I, I greeted her, like we had a drink and then it was that metal place that we played, if you remember. The, yeah. the, it was a huge, it's pretty, not a huge, but a pretty big uh, heavy metal club and they had a metal festival before us. Right in the center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so she came to that show, we had a drink and, you know, we're all friendly and then she left and so I'm, I texted her, so, you know, you left, how, what'd you think about it? And she gave me like a long thing of how she was offended and uh, <laughs> how like her belief in Christianity and God, like she, she went into this whole thing. You know, it's like, possible that she equates uh, metal with Satanism or some shit like that, because they have ideas like that in Russia. Sometimes. Yeah, but, but this was, was after, who... she, came in, she came in after, like she came in right before we started. Right. And then she wasn't there for the metal. <laughs> it was, it was particularly uh, something uh, she, she didn't <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> So you guys have charisma, you're incredible musicians, but you're like, you, you offended my something. For the record, I never at any point in time was given the mic and just allowed to talk for like yeah. 10 minutes, right? <laughs> because that, that's the only scenario in which I can imagine. <laughs> that, that someone's Christian sensibilities would have been offended by our music. Well, I think that that was the first show that someone actually heard lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There was some kind of disaster with the, our instruments at that show, too. Everything was breaking. Yeah. Like the, the... Maybe that's what it was. So is playing Eastern Europe, like, 
Uh, where's what's your favorite place to play? I mean, you usually the rule is like the larger the city, the better it is uh, yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the chances are we're gonna have people except who... except New York. Like it's like woo. <laughs> 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 like uh, people in Moscow, we already have some sort of like a fan base, so it's yeah, yeah. nice to have like people who know your stuff, and you don't have to conquer them every show. So of course, like the the larger the city, the better it is. But like I don't see like a huge difference between like uh, playing Lithuania or Russia. There is not a huge cultural gap. In Russia, we don't have a J, so we are right. different a different type of places, but we've played a couple of really big venues. That's always a lot of fun. I mean, especially Moscow and St. Petersburg are definitely, I would say, you know, it's just different than Vilnius because in Vilnius, the, these concerts have a, a, like a, a kind of official quality to them. <clears throat> the ones in Moscow and St. Petersburg are a lot more casual. Right, right, right. And... Um, or they're at like really large clubs and so that's uh that for me that's more fun i mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the, the the tour the large tour that we did where we went to a lot of places uh, was definitely a at the very least a learning experience like i remember a two men show which was not a lot of people well, we also uh, taught them a thing or two huh? <laughs> <laughs> i remember with that like there were two times we came to Lithuania right like twice and yeah, the first the first time we played Lithuania they gave us you know uh towels and I was like oh my god this is like the great invention ever like to give people towels in the green room so they can wipe off the sweat on stage and the second time we came around they're like oh we can't afford giving you towels you're not, you're not, that, you're not that big uh, so like uh, that was our progress uh in lithuania in like within one year time yeah the towels are definitely a, le a new level of professionalism we do. <laughs> It's possible. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can definitely say for me, as far as when we tour, it's much easier for me to get around by myself in the Baltic states. Like, there's yeah, just yeah. a lot more English <laughs> is spoken, and you know, even in Saint Petersburg, it's it's difficult. I have to rely on the very small amount of Russian that I know, and it's not always useful. It's not <laughs> applicable to every situation. <laughs> so, if you're a band like trying to play a gig in like Eastern Europe, I guess the Baltics as well, uh, Russia. Uh, you guys have any advice like for an American band? Uh, is it Get possible? Get an Igor. Get an Igor. <laughs> <laughs> and put it in his head that we should go to the Baltic States. <laughs> sure as shit, that's where you're gonna end up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about uh, expectations. <laughs> uh, you, lower, you lower your expectations low enough, you can go in. <laughs> well, one one practical piece of advice probably is to decide in advance uh, on what level of lug uh, of of comfort or luxury you want right. to do this thing, and budget for that and stick with that plan. Because yeah, yeah. We had a bunch of, especially the first couple of times we went on tour, uh, we just had like within the group different like 
needs and the expectations right, of the right, kind right. of places we were going to stay, et cetera. And so it ended, it ended up being a little bit chaotic to like figure it out. So if you can get that together in advance, just to be yeah, like, that, that, you want to be like, you know, in hotels or do you want to do, you know, like all those kinds of details, it's probably a good idea. That's, that's something I definitely, uh, when I was, you know, the, especially the first couple of cities I booked, I, I tried to get the cheapest accommodations possible and that, that wasn't always. Oh, I didn't uh, even, I didn't even ask, was the prison gig a paid gig? Did you guys get paid for it? No, I think we spent money to hire the sound equipment and to get it recorded. <laughs> But it wasn't very much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. To uh, like to me personally, I think that's one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. You know, I've been in in various bands for you know over ten years, um, and th this is like the coolest thing I I was ever a part of. And to have a recording of it is even cooler. You know, it's something that that <laughs> that I I can say I did in my life, and that's something very cool. So I did the whole album sounds great, but are there any tracks on it that you guys are particularly proud of? Yes, I'm I'm finishing up uh editing uh, a new video for a functioning adult. Yeah. And uh that song made it to uh, rotation on one of the like the top Mexican radio stations. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. So we we figured we need a video for it while it's uh while it's getting traction. So uh uh because everybody's quarantined uh like i had taken pictures of everybody before like separately and i made paper cutouts and uh yeah so sort of like played around with the paper cutouts in my room and outside and uh and made a video uh since we're working with a pr company in mexico uh, they want us to have like a, a media release first before we release it to the public. So uh, I'm not sure when the actual release is going to happen. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, you know, we're keeping busy entertaining ourselves. Yeah, I guess I didn't do the job of asking who all you people are and uh, how you know each other and shit and why your band exists. Uh, I apologize for that. I I was mainly interested in the story of this uh, this prison album. That that was what it intrigued me the most. And thank you for for telling me that story. Uh, Mad Meg, Mad Meg forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll let you guys get back to your uh, decomposition. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Bye. Good to see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.